2: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Vandervoort, and it is August 10th, uh, and it's the morning for me and most everybody that's on the call. We have a big group today. We'll explain who that is in just a second. We got one person coming in, calling in from the continent on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. So uh, a- afternoon for her. But uh, Robin, good af- good morning, uh, afternoon slash whatever. How are you doing today?
0: I am good. Good morning. Happy August. Um, happy the uh, first day of school for those who celebrate in certain parts of the country like we do.
3: <laughs> yeah my uh, my granddaughters all three went to school on day 1 for the first time uh, the 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 youngest Riley started kindergarten so there was a, it was the first picture of all the girls going off to school oh. on on the first day and they stretched from 11th grade to kindergarten so I don't know what my son was thinking him and his wife having kids that far apart but anyway they have a handful so it was cool um anyway yeah so uh, our show today is uh we've done a we've done an occasional uh an occasional show with a, a group that I'm involved with and that Robin knows pretty well, and that's the the admins or moderators from the uh, the infamous uh, Facebook group known as Evil HR Lady. And so we have that whole casting crew, and Robin is going to be the host today. I'm just I set up the I set up the show, and but I'm going to be a guest. So Robin, I'm going to throw it over to you and let you kind of do your thing this morning.
0: Well, fantastic, and um, yes, it is an infamous group, isn't it? I think it. I think it really is. And when we when we launch our conversation here, we'll be we'll be hearing a little bit about the formation of uh, the of the evil empire, perhaps as we can call it. Um, but uh, yes, thrilled to have everyone here, and it, it's going to be an interesting conversation because I want to share with our listeners or let our listeners hear. Um, what y'all do every day um, as the moderators of an ever increasingly expanding Facebook group, Facebook community, uh, the community extends beyond Facebook but that's where a lot of the activity happens. So um, as I kind of take us through this conversation today, uh, putting Michael in the guest spot so he can he can answer questions instead of ask them, um, let's kick off by going around the virtual room And let me have each of you introduce yourselves um, to the audience. So, Sarah,
4: why don't we start with you? My name is Sarah Hudson. I'm in HR operations, having come from a world where I managed leave of absence for many, many years. And uh, I'm in Texas. And I've been a moderator in the group for, I think, uh, two or three years now. Marie?
2: I'm Marie Labazu. I'm the HR director for a company um, based in Mississippi, but we also have branches throughout the United States. Um, I've been an admin for Evil HR lately. I think we figured out just recently for almost six years. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Michael, what's what's your role with the group?
3: Uh, I'm the part-time janitor I sweep up the lobby at evil a- Charlotte <laughs> no I uh, I'm a, I also am a moderator I uh I joined the group a few years ago it, I can't believe I'm saying I think I've been a moderator for like like Sarah I we came in at the same time about two or three years it seems like it was not that long ago but it really has been and uh I joined because uh, I knew Suzanne by extension through the HR community and it, it seemed like a useful place and I started answering questions and Got invited to do it one day, and it's been a, it's been a really fun and interesting experience. And I got to know all these these fine folks that we're meeting today as well. So it's been it's been great. Excellent. And uh, and Geo,
1: hi, I'm Jovanina. I am a mod for Evil HR Lady. I've known Suzanne for more years than we want to discuss. <laughs> Our kids are roughly the same age, and uh, I've been a part of the group since I think like it was first created um and been moderating for about a year excellent
0: and our uh the original evil hr lady the real
5: evil hr lady suzanne let us know about you i am the original evil hr lady and i founded this group marie looked it up like february of 2017 um which Partially feels like a long time ago and partially feels like last week. Um, very, very odd, but it's been super fun to watch it grow and develop. And uh, I couldn't, and I mean this literally, I couldn't do it without these uh, with this moderating team. They, it could not be done by one person, couldn't be done.
1: Not with the group we have, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into that in a little bit we're going to talk about our uh, the community members and participants because it's it's interesting to watch um now the Facebook group itself here just recently last weekend weekend before hit a milestone of 30,000 members and and that's just in the Facebook group so that's nothing to do with the other Who's, who's participating in the blog or the job site or anything like that, just the Facebook group. Um, so why do you think that this particular Facebook group um, is, a, is a go-to destination for, for many? Um, Marie, let me start with you.
2: Well, I have to admit, um, part of it is because Suzanne wants value added content she doesn't allow a lot of the garbage and the nitpicking and the trolling like many other groups we constantly get people want to join the group because they've heard it's a great group it's a safe place where people can express views so I think that's a huge part of it
1: Hmm. Hmm. Jovanina, what what's your thoughts on that well I kind of agree with Marie and also because we're very very strict on what's allowed. Um, especially with regard to language and how people treat each other. Um, I personally have done a little bit of a hand smack a couple of times reminding people that our ethos is first and foremost, be kind. If you can't be kind saying what you need to say, then perhaps, maybe, this may not be the group for you. There are plenty (laughs) of other places where you can say whatever you want, however you want. And it's not about tone policing, because someone did ask that recently, do we tone police? And it's not about tone policing. It's literally just be a decent human being and don't swear. That's it. <laughs> swear on your own time. Anywhere else, we don't care what you say, but in the group, keep it clean. And I would, I would imagine that, uh, and
0: we'll kind of talk about how you moderate a bit, but I would think there's a lot of curse word moderation or policing, huh?
5: There's there's not as much as you would expect because we're very consistent. We don't allow it at all. And so there'll be phases where we get um, notified if someone does, does a comment that has one of the forbidden words in it. We had to remove um, ass off the forbidden word list, though, because Facebook would flag every time ASS was used in any content, um, not even just the whole world. Like you write assessment and it would be flagged. So, um, But that's a proper British word for donkey. So we're okay with that. Uh, But but it's amazing to me how you set a standard. And I know most people don't read the rules. Nobody reads the rules. Um, But you set a standard and people notice, oh, this isn't done here and so they they don't and the reason for it is twofold one I don't like it it's my group I don't like it but the other thing is is that it makes it so much easier if there's just a blanket no instead of an evaluation are you using that as a just a oh I had a blankety blank day or you're a blankety blank person and so it's so much easier just to say we don't we don't use that and people rise to the occasion um we don't get a ton of of rule violations and and we don't kick you out if you throw in a bad word here and there we just delete your comment or if it's a good comment we'll message you and say hey can you edit um, yeah. cuz it's not about oh you're a bad person that's going to h e double hockey sticks if you swear <laughs> you can swear all you want just not not on the not on the board. Yep.
1: I think yeah. the most notable example was that one TikTok that got submitted three times by three separate people and it got declined every single time. And I'm messaging
5: rule number three, no swears.
1: Rule number three, no swears. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just just as well, because I don't like the TikToker anyway, which we won't say her name because I don't want to say anything negative about someone else, but she drives me nuts. So <laughs> I'm just happy that said bad words.
3: But but you know it's funny that like especially like if you're sharing content like that you know because one of the one of the funny one of the fun things about Evil HR Lady is in our group here we we share stuff on our private chat wall all the time you know humor not making fun of the group although we we do that from time to time as well because you have to if you're gonna police a, a group of uh, thirty thousand people sometimes you have to laugh at them sometimes a lot of the time we laugh with them but. But we also get a lot of people just wanting to share HR centric humor on the on the public page, and I shared one one time from TikTok, and it was didn't have swear words in it, but it was from an account that starts with the F word, F Jerry, and Nina pointed out, Michael, that's funny, but did you see the? And I was like, yeah, and I'm a moderator, you know, so so <laughs> even I got moderated and had to pull my own content down by because Nina's such a harsh cop. So anyway, that's why we
1: now I
0: you know I think one of the um I think every everything you you said is is true and having been a long time probably since 2017 pretty much been in the group myself um it, it it's absolutely true um there's lots of other Facebook HR centric Facebook groups as well though um many aren't quite as Helpful, perhaps <laughs> is one way of putting it. Um, what are some of the differences you see um, between the Evil HR Lady group and some of the other HR groups? And uh, you know, I guess, what are some of those good other good ones, perhaps?
4: Sarah, any thoughts on that? I am an Evil HR Lady purist, and I'm <laughs> not in any of the other groups. However, I think it goes back because I can imagine what goes on having also moderated like a large working mother group and, and, and similar, um, I feel like the expectation that you're going to share things that are helpful and factual, um, and and the fact that it is so heavily moderated. You know, we don't just first of all we approve every post that's coming through. So when we started doing that, I feel like it really helped because it cuts down on the repeat questions or poorly worded questions, uh, you know, questions that we just know never get any traction. And so what ends up on the page are you know questions or you know, um situational um, inquiries that we feel like are likely to engage the group and will be good learning for other people as well. And you know, we send a lot of people to Google for a reason, <laughs> you know, like if, if it's easily googleable we're, we're not going to put the question through in the group. And then again, you know, we we skim through, obviously we don't read every single comment on every single thread, but um, we, we do a lot of you know, moderating in making sure that information being shared is truthful, <laughs> um, or a, a, at minimum, if, if there's not a truth to it, you know, if it's more like an opinion, how would you handle the situation, just making sure that the guidance is rooted in, you know, common sense professionalism, you know, people can disagree, that's fine, like, hey, I'd terminate versus no, I wouldn't. And, and if, if you can articulate why you're probably not wrong, you know, in either case, but also, because of the moderation that goes on, otherwise, our members are pretty good at calling each other out as well saying hey mm-hmm. that sounds like that might be a, a law in your state or it might be your company policy but that's mm-hmm. not how it works everywhere and we see a lot of that in particular um across industries right blue collar industries versus white collar industries we have to do a lot of reminding like hey just because that works for your um law firm does not mean it works in a manufacturing plan and things like that so i, I think the the community itself is like a self fulfilling prophecy, where um, good content begets more good content and good, yeah. good responses.
2: Yeah,
0: Marie, you you in particular, I know get get involved in some other groups as well. Um, are there any other HR centric groups um,
2: that you follow, that you like, or that you think? honestly, none that I would recommend. Um, A lot of them continue to have some of the same kind of teething pains that we did early on with Evil HR Lady. Um, Suzanne and I figured out I wasn't one of the original members, but I was pretty close to it. And when I first joined the group, anyone could join. And we got a lot of people that were not HR professionals coming and asking questions about dealing with their HR groups. Yep, yep. And their HR people. And we've kind of phased that out with an evil HR lady, which I think is definitely, it's more focused on conversations for business professionals and HR professionals. And many of the other groups that I have seen and left have continued to keep those kinds of people and those kinds of questions in the group. And it's so hard because you're dealing with basically employees that you're only getting their side of the story. So it just, it wasn't a fit for me. So I, like Sarah, become an HR purist for the evil HR lady. There is there is one group that um, shall remain nameless
0: that um, uh, is exactly like that. And it's huge. And it's been around a long time. And we probably all know which one I'm talking about. Um, that just drives me absolutely bonkers because of exactly all those reasons and the amount of bad, advice and non-factual information that is shared as if it's the gospel truth just I I've had to step away as well. I'm still in the group, but I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be myself,
3: but yeah, I think I think there are some groups like uh, like workology and, you know that are like that. It tend to be more focused on a specific topic. Like Jessica yes. focuses on certification, and you know I think there are a few other um, Facebook groups. You know that are yeah. and she has extended properties, as do many of the people. Like we refer people to Victoria, right? Victoria. Victoria's. <laughs> you know, I mean so I mean it's you know there are there are other communities, but they tend to be a little more focused and and um, the like the HR space. And I also think the recruiting space is is has some pretty good like I'm not gonna name a bunch of groups, but I think the recruiting and sourcing uh space on Facebook is pretty strong because they have a lot of knowledgeable people who share stuff. And but the HR community, it seems to me as if a lot of the other Facebook groups they're either they're smaller um, or they're not as focused on what they try to accomplish. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, we're the best. Um, although I, are the best. I, I do think we are Suzanne I do but I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody on blast but I what I, I I think that we work really hard to to do things in the right way and it and I and it and I think that's why you see the 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 response from the community at large because they they you know they they kind of get what they pay for <laughs> in a certain <laughs> sense in other places you know um we uh we do a lot of work to keep it um, pertinent and useful and to try to control a lot of the, um, to your point, Robin, about other big groups where people, you know, speak from the gospel, even though they don't really have a clue what the hell they're talking about, you know, and, and we don't always get everything right. And we have members that do that as well, but we do our best to try to correct that and step in and make sure that it's modified. And we have a good diverse team here that knows a lot of different areas of HR. And so we're able to kind of, we're able to provide a little bit of a guardrails, I think. Yeah.
5: Yeah, there was something yeah. that I, up a few weeks ago that none of us had any experience on. What was that? I don't compensation. remember. What it was. Oh, it was a it compensa- cop- it was failed failed compensation. compensation. It was
3: failed it compensation. It was a pretty technical compensation question. Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like nobody knew. Yeah. And so we not we basically <laughs> told them don't don't shop here for help because it's not the right place.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, compensation people are always like gold when you can
2: Find him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All my years in HR.
0: Like you find you find a compensation expert, specialist, resource man, you latch on to him. I've got a good one, by the way. <laughs> um
5: keep him a secret from us.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to share share his name publicly. You can you can find him through our company. How's that? Um <laughs> Oh. And so, Suzanne, as part of the hitting the 30,000 member milestone and building towards that, you recently did a survey of group members. Yes. Um, what, what were some of the findings from that? What, what were some of the interesting things you learned about folks in oh the group?
5: There that was such an interesting thing, and I'm glad we did it. And I think we should probably do it every year. Um, but we we got 565 responses. I just pulled it up, I didn't memorize that. Um but um you know we did find out that the vast majority of people are HR or HR adjacent, you know, payroll type things. Um recruiting. Some people think recruiting is part of HR and some don't. So there's a little bit of a battle there. Um, so we did find that out, which is awesome. And one of the things that I was surprised at is, um, the number of people that we had from big companies, I had assumed it was smaller. Um, it's still, it's still pretty small, but, um, we had 13% that are in 10,000 plus companies, um, which I thought was uh, was going to be a smaller a smaller number. Hmm. Uh, because that's one of those things that um, there's a lot, or maybe they're just the ones that comment a lot of people that say, I'm an HR department of one, I'm an HR yeah. department of three. Um, which of course makes sense because you know, I kept my teeth in a 30,000 person company. I had one job. I did HR analytics and that was all I did. And I was in a whole department. I had four direct reports who only did HR analytics. You know, that was all we did all day, every day. And so if you had a question about another area there was an expert that did that all day, every day. But when you're in a smaller company, you do all of it (laughs) all the time. And so of course you have more questions. Hmm. Well, you know, I think that that's an interesting point
0: because, as a as a group participant, as a group member, I think one of the um, feelings that many members probably get, and and something that I kind of feel when I'm when I'm in the group, is everybody else that's in there becomes sort of this extension of your HR team. Yes. Um, And just like with your real HR team, there are some people you don't want to associate with or you want to ignore. And then there are others that you want to. Oh, I'm going to ask Susie and hope she comments on this. Um, But I think for those small teams or those departments of one, um, the 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 value of. Of having, you know, the ability to get answers or examples or ask questions is is unsurpassed because back in the day, you know, when many of us cut our teeth um, and I was HR department of one, I mean, I had no, but, I mean, you, you didn't have the internet, you know? So I, I can I literally would go to the library sometimes to go look stuff up a million years ago. Um, so I think it's the group is, it's, it allows those smaller hr teams or those departments of one to have co-workers kind of mm-hmm.
4: yeah it, it, is, it's, go ahead sorry i was like, even as someone who who did work for a, 25,000 person company, you know, when I was doing leaves, I was the only person doing, I didn't have a team, you know, my boss didn't, my boss came from the comp side of the house. So even though I was at a large company with like, I'm, you know, fairly set policies and a half decent budget and a TPA and everything, you know, if if I did run into a unique situation and I didn't want to have to run to my employment lawyer for everything, you know, I mean, obviously do where I can, you know, even though I had a lot of resources, you know, I, I think it's really helpful for the departments of one and then the, uh, the sub departments that are, you know, yeah. understaffed or kind of working in isolation. Um, cause it is, it is weird when, you know, leaves is a bit of a, of a stepchild sometimes, you know, in, in the benefit space. And, um, that's where I, I, you know, kind of got to know, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a topic that scares a lot of people. Right. So I'm always excited when there's a leave question and I can, <laughs> <laughs> jump in and help having having learned a lot there. But yeah, I think it's really interesting how um if if you do it right, you know, and it's a real community, then your people who have moved on from those departments of one can give that, <laughs> hey, there's there's life on the other side. You could do this. And yeah. you know, those of us who are in larger companies and see how things work at scale, you know, can say, hey, look, you know, you may not be here right now, but on your three to five-year plan, maybe you can scale it so it looks like this. And so I'd like to think, and, and, and not just that, but it's a, if you're having a rough day at your very large company and you look at what someone that's a department of one yeah. is going through, it's this constant reminder, no matter where you are, you got different problems, different challenges, you know, and nobody has it easy. And I think I, I appreciate the diversity of the group and that, the professional diversity of that.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, what I was going to say is that the the ability to do this kind of posting and you know shopping for answers is great, but it it causes us as moderators it causes us a couple of issues in that one a lot of people, well, number one, many people want to ask the question that they want to get an answer to anonymously. And we're pretty strict on that. And I'm, I'm the least strict of the bunch. So I'll let the others comment on that in a second. But um, they also, (laughs) you know, people also want to, you know, I think sometimes they want to be anonymous, because they don't want to look like they're dumb, or whatever, like they're asking a dumb question, or they don't know an answer that they think they should know, which I get. But, you know, you're already in, A pretty safe space so just ask your question because there's a lot of us that don't know stuff either, you know, the second thing that we get is a lot of requests for templates like share your handbook share this policy share that and I I get that, but it's a terrible practice to honestly I mean you know you can find sample. templates all over the internet. You can go to Sherm, sharing somebody else's from a company that has nothing to do with your business. And so we really try to discourage that and don't approve a lot of those questions, which, which I think sometimes frustrates our members, but they don't really ever get that much response. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's 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 bad practice and it's actually kind of a lazy approach too. So yeah. I, you know, I'm being judgy this morning, but it, <laughs> we, we frown on those kind of things. Because they, it, it, they don't work and it's not in your best interest. And so we don't yeah. allow a lot of those. Yeah. And, well, and when people
5: that, do share, oh, go
1: ahead, Nina. In addition to what Michael was saying is, you know, you could, if you do share your company resources with other people, you could very well run afoul of your own corporate policy. Right. And, you know, proprietary information, intellectual property stuff. And we are not about that life. You know, we don't want anybody getting in trouble for sharing stuff that they really shouldn't have shared. They had no authority to share and we don't want to be on the hook for it. So keep your resources, that kind of stuff to yourself. There's
4: always Google. Well, we'd rather people just ask the question. Like instead says saying, hey, can you share your policy or share your template? Just ask the question, like, what do you do for employees who have been there more than five years? What are you doing for new hires? Like what's your, like we've had a few questions lately. Like what's your 401k vesting schedule? Like that makes sense because people can talk about that in a couple of bullet points and you still get the right. information you need as opposed to no response because no one's going to share their template or policy with you right. for all the reasons Nina just said. Right. Um, Michael
0: mentioned the um, the anonymous issue. I'm using air quotes for- mm-hmm. <laughs> for those listening, anonymous issue. Uh, Cause I know that that's forever been sort of an ongoing um, dilemma within the group. Um, so let's kind of talk through when that happens, when you approve them, maybe we'll keep Michael out of it. He said he's the outlier. <laughs> of it. Um,
3: I, I'm pretty. I'm but, okay about it, but I'm just more <laughs> benevolent than the rest. They're like, ah, it's anonymous. Yes. Ah. It's, very, <laughs> um,
0: it's very interesting to me. So I'm interested to hear kind of how you decide when when to approve an anonymous post or not, uh, because somebody will say, oh, I want to be anonymous because I have coworkers in this group, and then they post something that is so specific that I'm like, I can probably guess who you are, and I I'm I'm not one of your coworkers, right? So how do you how do you balance that? How do you decide when
5: to approve something anonymous, when to not? I've been Suzanne, to you want to start? Yeah, <laughs> message the person and say, "Hey, listen, you know you've just described. Oh, I have an employee who's been here 16 years and just got a haircut, and it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I've said." often to people is this is precisely the thing you should be talking with your coworkers workers about. Uh, it, this especially comes up with a policy question. I want this to be anonymous because there are people in my, you know, I have co-workers in here and how should we do our vacation policy? I'm like, no, that's something that you should be having a discussion with your, with your HR colleagues about. And if you're scared to talk about your vacation policy with them, the problem isn't The vacation policy right problem is the relationship among people in the uh, group and i'm happy to post that anonymously but the vacation policy isn't the issue if you can't say to your hr colleague hey listen we offer two weeks of vacation but our competitors are all offering three maybe we should change this if you can't say that yeah you're in a toxic workplace and fixing the vacation policy won't fix anything yeah
1: yeah
5: um so but mainly the reason why i don't like anonymous posts is because you can't respond anonymously and so when people are asking personal things please share with me your traumatic boss experience Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to say who i am plus the internet makes us all a little bit crazy um People think that they're just talking to a computer and they forget that there's a human there. Mm-hmm. And when you have these anonymous exchanges, I, that's why I think why Twitter is so bonkers is that so many people are anonymous and Reddit the same thing. Everybody's anonymous. So I can tell you blankety blankety blank because I don't know you and meh. Whereas on Facebook, you can click and see, oh, there's someone, they've got the kids, they've got a dog, they've, you know, whatever. And they can be more human. And I like to keep the human, human resource. Mm-hmm. I'm
4: super healthy <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean and you know we were just discussing this uh yesterday I mean there are times where an anonymous post can be entirely appropriate for example you know my company's maybe going to be, have to be laying people off soon. I have some questions about Warner best practices, or, you know, we're looking at a major change like to um, an HRIS system and it's not widely socialized even within our HR department yet, but I I need a little guidance. Like I had that happen myself once, like there's, there's a, at my former company, there were several people in different areas of HR that were members of the group. And like we weren't ready for people outside of our benefits team to start weighing in on some of those things I wanted to you know pull some other other benefits gurus in the group things like that or like someone's you know feeling like they're being discriminated against or again they're trying to leave the company and they have questions about like transition plans and how to talk to their manager about it as an HR professional like that's different because you can kind of understand like hey you're not ready to kind of put some of that personal business out there or it truly is like you know um, Nina Marie were talking about earlier something proprietary to the company where you're really not in place to talk about it yet but so many of the times like it like you said robin it's either really specific or if they would just not share all of those specifics um yeah you could just ask the question you know like someone just earlier this week was asking like well you know what happens you know if someone has a leave request out but they need to be put on a pip and how do you navigate that well I don't need to know that it's your husband or that it's you just ask the question. <laughs> then, I mean, right. sometimes it's important to have certain details, right, to help, but the personal details don't necessarily need to be shared because they're not relevant to the question at hand. So sometimes we say, hey, look, if you'll just take out all of these personal details that you've included and ask the root question that you're trying to get to, um, then you can just ask your question. It doesn't happen. No one has to know the all of the behind the scenes dirt on why you're asking the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, to piggyback on that a little bit,
2: the problem being is it's either that or it doesn't have enough details. They, they're they just, they want to ask anonymously. And we literally had one of these, I believe it was either last night or this morning. I need X, something that you can look up on Google. I don't want to look stupid. That was literally the post. <laughs> <laughs> how, um, how,
0: how often when you, if a post is rejected, For anonymous reasons or other, Um, do you, does a person get a, like, do one of you respond? This is why it's, so that's got to take a lot of time.
2: Not really, because we can put, doesn't need to be anonymous. And it's just, you know, usually a quick sentence, Google it. Yeah, yeah. Too many details, that kind of thing.
1: I think that's rule number two. Anonymous (laughs)
4: Anonymous <laughs> posts need to be anonymous. It's, it's rule number one. Oh, it's rule, it's rule number one, one now. <laughs> because we were using it so much, Suzanne moved it to the top so we could <laughs> click on it more easily.
5: Yeah. Yeah, we should move up. The HRAs questions won't be allowed to. I, and maybe so. Yeah. They're all rule all all number maybe. one.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and sometimes people will come back and say, hey, this is why I wanted this to be anonymous. And we go, you know what? Okay, I kind of get it. And, and yeah, we, might, know, we might put it through. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, we kind of don't understand. And when they explain, it's like, all right, I'll throw you a bone, you know, whereas, you know, Michael tends to be, you, you know, a little bit more loose. Marie wants to deny all of them. And I kind of fall in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? So, <laughs>
5: so we, balan- balance. we, we balance, balance each
3: other. And if there's really like a real, like, you know, we don't have a lot of debates, like nobody ever really takes a real strong, like, no, we shouldn't. Not ban that, but if we do have one where it's close, we we defer to Susie and let her make the final yep. call. Yeah. That's kind Always. of the protocol we follow. I was just gonna comment, just just you know, this is a little bit off the thing, but uh you know, talk about like the posts and the reviews and the getting back to people. Since midnight last night, more or less, midnight eastern time, we've had almost 30 transactions on on the group already today. And it is 930 a.m. here. So in nine and a half hours. We've had almost, I think it was 27 or 28 that I counted real fast. I didn't do a precise count. And that includes both posts, requests to post things, and people applying for membership, right? So... And we've moderated all those, and 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 we, we'll get uh, Suzanne. I don't know if you did did a look at that when you were looking for thirty thousand, but we probably get over a hundred a day easily. Yeah. Most data, right. Wow. So, I mean, it's it's a robust like if we posted everything that people want to post, you know, nobody could ever follow it, right? And I'll, and some of them aren't just they're just not good questions, right? So the the you know so there's there's a there's a lot of work that gets done that people don't appreciate is the point I'm trying not that they don't appreciate it they don't have any idea like right. when their particular question goes up they really don't know the universe that they're competing it right. you know because some right. things just aren't relevant some things just we we've we've seen this post a thousand times or we know that nobody's going to answer the question so we apply a a, a database or a knowledge base that of experience that, you know, they can't appreciate because they haven't looked at 100 posts a day for three years, you know, yeah. like, like we have.
4: And that's why I'm glad we kind of instituted the no post for the first seven days rule, like read the room, get a feel yeah, for yeah. the kinds of things that people like the kind of detail you you need to include to be helpful and the kind of details you don't need to include because it just clutters things. Um, and and I, I feel like that helps. Um, I mean, do I check every post that comes in and make sure they've been in their week? No, I do not, admittedly. <laughs> but some of us are, are better at checking, but especially if the question's a little wonky, I might say, oh, are, are they new? Like, this is, you know, if it's a really well-written question and I don't notice and that probably says, you know, it's, it's all right anyway. But, uh, but I, I think just the ask of that it helps people understand the gravity of like, I am in a huge group. I need to understand, like how this is all working. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I'm I'm glad we started doing that. I think it's a value add for sure.
3: As the other part, thing. Um, I, go ahead, sir. How
0: do you decide? Because another thing that you you do periodically, as as moderators as well, is you decide to close the comments on mm-hmm. a thread. Mm-hmm. When when
5: do you decide to do that, and why? Hmm. Things go that's- off the rails when people can't be trusted to control themselves. And the strangest things will cause that. Huh. I mean, no. that's that not the ones you think. Yeah. Weird. We'll say, oh, this is a real controversial post. We'll moderate it. Well, you know, three of us will comment on it and it'll just be smooth as silk. Someone <laughs> will be like... Oh, um, I need to change a leave of absence policy. And suddenly we're like calling mm-hmm. each other racists and classists. And it's just like, <laughs> what? An Ableist. What? Don't forget ableist. Ableist. <laughs> yes. ableist. <laughs> Anytime someone says, oh, I have this bad employee, someone will jump in. Oh, they're probably ADHD. You need to. I'm like, we're all yeah. ADHD. The whole mod team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's the attention span of a flea? Actually, I don't know if that's true. It's true for me. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and yet we managed not to spit at people or something, you know, it's just, it's bizarre. But it's basically if we feel like there can't be a civil conversation or sometimes when it's dogpiling um, yeah. and sometimes when it's simply asked and answered and people are too lazy to read that someone has yeah. given the Yeah. And you're like on your 40 second time with the same answer and just like, I'm shutting this down because you people can't read. Well, and it continues to bump it up, right? In the in the thread, and it's not value add,
4: you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I I think sometimes too, like if there is a problem in a thread or like Suzanne said, if it has a lot of potential to get, you know, a, a little nasty, but we've gotten a few good responses and we say, you know what? we're go, about to go to bed or we all have a really busy day today. The, the poster has gotten exactly what anyone could have hoped for. So we're going to close it just to make sure yeah. nothing right. else goes crazy. So we don't have to babysit it. So, so sometimes we do that too. Cause we would hate for, you know, for all of us to again, be asleep or, or otherwise occupied. And then something yeah. kind of go, go a little sideways. Um, and we don't have time. And to I
0: can it. always tell when you because you all know, because you've been d- doing it for so long. I can tell when you anticipate that a post or a question might have mm-hmm. that possibility, because there will be from one of you. Um, please don't keep politics out of this. Please yeah. don't. Uh-huh. Not, you know. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: and, and that actually, you know, that actually is. Um something that we learned, right? That if you, like like transgender posts or pronoun posts or those things that, you know, are so divisive politically right now in, in society, if you go in and say, look, like we know this is gonna, some people don't agree, you know, but they're asking a very specific question, right? Yeah. Answer the question. If we, if we insert that right at the beginning when we approve yeah. the post, it has done a tremendous amount yes. to take that whole, you know, they are, or they aren't, they should, or they shouldn't go in bathrooms yeah, or yeah. whatever, takes that off the, takes it off the table for most people because they, they kind of know the rule, you know, very visibly, right. As they enter the conversation. Right. So that's something that we've learned to do that helps. And so we, that's why you see it. And I think that's why you notice it more
5: mm-hmm. Robin is mm-hmm. because it's
3: almost like a best practice that we've learned mm-hmm. for to take controversy out of the picture as best as you can. Yeah. You know, so now we see people like I saw one yesterday where somebody asked a question and they, they responded back. And then that woman got snippy and another woman said, Hey, that's not what I'm, mean. you know, I know. And all of a sudden, you know, you got 11 comments between two people, you know, where they're basically just sniping at each other. And we have to step in and go, Hey, stop it. Be nice, yeah. you know,
4: bring it to an end.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And, and
4: sometimes,
1: find, oops, yes, I I was going to say, I found that when, We have a topic like that. And one of the moderators is the literal first comment right underneath it. It does so much to put people's brakes on because they realize, Mm -hmm. oh, this thread's being babysat and they're watching and they're not going to let us get away with anything. Yeah. yeah and
4: I think even if someone would didn't have like you know nefarious uh, intent like to come and and stir the pot, I think you know a lot of us the, our feeds are very busy and by commenting you're noticing, oh, this is an evil HR lady post like this isn't from another site, this isn't from you know, you know so um, the expectations on this post are different. And also there's a lot of areas using this example of anything to do with, with the transgender community, people often don't know what they don't know and can say something insensitive while truly trying to be helpful or kind and not realize or using out of date terminology, blah, blah, blah. So it kind of reminds people too, If someone's saying something it's like we talked about being kind before they if they have the words wrong but everything about their comment indicates they're trying to be helpful it's perfectly okay to say hey i don't think you understand that perhaps like we don't use that language anymore or like that's actually hurtful i know you're trying to be helpful so you can come at it from a place of um you seem uneducated on this topic and not hey you're obviously you know, a transphobe bigot who's trying, you know, so it's like, can we give people a little bit of benefit of the doubt? Not that it's any, we don't want people to take the emotional labor of educating. Same thing with posts that it may may involve racism or ageism or things like that, but there's ways to correct each other and direct each other to learnings without being rude in turn, you know, for someone that by all accounts, if you look at their post history, if you look at what they're saying, you know, is, is trying to have a productive conversation and maybe just needs a little. Point in the right direction. Yeah. So I, I like that our community can be that as well. Um, you know, assuming positive intent, again without putting um, educational burden on on those in marginalized communities.
5: Yeah. So, we really-
0: so Suzanne, you have made the comments in the past that um, being a moderator for the group should go on someone's resume. Mm-hmm.
5: And yeah, I have. And the thing is, is that it probably wouldn't help anybody get a job and it probably might hurt, but (laughs) (laughs) because I have learned since February of 2017, that good groups don't just happen. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of, oh, we just occasionally make comments and wield power. Ha ha ha. I mean, it's it's management skills. It's decision mm-hmm. making. It's teamwork. We discuss so many things, like that. Like uh, Michael mentioned, with the finding out that putting on the mod hat posts comment first of all is our best practice because that works. Yeah. If you go back to 2017, I don't know that you would see a mod hat comment. Um this is fairly recent but we've learned and there's so much that we've learned um you know one of the the battles that we used to fight a lot and we fought less because of our best practice is saying hey remember the person asking this question doesn't doesn't have the power to change the policy they right. have to work with the policy that they have because there's so many people jumping in well you need to let that person work from right. okay But I can't, so deal with Mm it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, those best practices, the, as as Sarah said, being able to give feedback to somebody and say, hey, you know, your intentions are good. And we will go back and look at their comments um, to see what kind of person this is. Was this an off moment or was it an intentionally rude thing to say um, it's just something that is a, hey, please don't say that or a your band. We will go back. And it's the nice thing about the internet is that it's there for you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it's hard work. And like when we talked about the other groups that aren't as great, um, <laughs> part of that is because they're not, I don't think they put in the time and effort that we do when we decided to moderate all posts and approve all posts i thought this is going to ruin the group and it made it 10 times better yeah ten times.
4: and i didn't know you had that concern so kudos to you for taking a leap there
5: (laughs) you know what i have learned over the past six years working with marie that she's 99.999 percent of the time right so when she has an idea
3: let's go for it. Just, just go with that idea. Um, well, you know, and, and to, to piggyback on what Susan said about the resume thing, um, to be honest, like a lot of the decisions you asked earlier about decisions, right? Like we, we you know, we roundtable stuff. We're like, okay, what do you think mm-hmm. of this? We share sure. this person, you know, so-and-so is now on my watch list and, and we'll right. share, you know, and it sounds, you know, like it sounds like we're complaining about all our people. I should say the 30,000 people that we have, like three of them are bad, right? The rest <laughs> right. are great. Right? Um, it's not three, but it's maybe 10. Um, and and sometimes it's just an isolated incident where somebody gets triggered over something that happened. But for the most part, all of our members are very uh, well behaved, right? And much appreciated. Mm-hmm. But, but but it's the few that you just like in real life in HR, right? It's the few bad ones that yeah. you deal with. And they're not right. bad. They just don't agree. Um, but, but but we manage it in a very HR style, which would, would make some people roll their eyes, but you know, we put people on pips, right? if they're, you know, we'll give them timeouts, 24 hours, and you know, they go home, you know, suspensions. I mean, it's 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 really a group of HR ladies doing HR lady stuff as we moderate, you know. So anyway.
4: For sure. But yeah, because there's a lot of people, they, they might make a comment that like comes off a bit snippy or whatever. And yeah, you know, I might say, Hey, like that was, that was a little harsh. And a lot of people will say like, Oh, sorry. Like, obviously I just, I need some carbs. Like I'll, I'll come back, you know, my bad, you know, um, some people will, will kind of argue and, and you're like, okay, like, mm, or maybe you could just take the feedback. <laughs> you know, Sometimes that's the case, but yeah, most people, um, most people are there to be, be a good partner and be a good, a good group member and yep. we don't have to to do too much discipline and
2: also the back into things we're also looking for talent we're looking for those subject matter experts yep. we talk about this constantly because we want to identify those people to be group experts so yes. some people on our radar for very very good things yeah mm-hmm. yes
5: that is true um we and we talk about those people we're like hey did you see this um, should we ask this person to be an expert and then we'll look at their post history and then we'll decide yay or nay? Um, because we want good people. We want good information. We don't want it to get overrun. And you know, so this morning I corrected someone, someone asked a question about what to put in an offer letter um, if the regular hours were gonna be 50 a week or something like that. And someone's like, you can't demand regular hours of, um, of exempt people because that will remove the exemption. And um, this is a misbelief that so many people have. Yeah. And so I immediately jumped in and was like, no, that's not the case. And I always use the example of, you know, your dentist has to be there at specific times. Um, and if your dentist is not there, you're going to fire the dentist. Like, they work hours, yeah. and they are by every definition exempt. Like they earn enough money. They have the professional, they are exempt because people tend to think of it in the wrong area. And it's possible that within this person's organization, none of the exempt people have to keep to a schedule. Right. But that doesn't mean that it is, but you know, we want to correct. Yeah. And we love having people that we know we can trust to jump in and correct with that expert expert flag I did think it was interesting we did ask people to nominate other people and nobody did yeah not a single one
3: nope. <laughs> <laughs> not um, even themselves huh <laughs> not even themselves.
5: nominate themselves
0: so I know let me uh let me ask one last question uh before we wrap up here what are uh, you know the, kind of the perennial hot topics for year over year and what are what are some of the newish hot topics?
5: The newest, one, what I was say, the newest one is the I nine form. Yeah, mm.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the perennials
5: are
2: oh, hot topics, especially since twenty twenty has been work from home and remote work and drug testing. Those are yes. our perennial hot topics.
4: I think attendance has um, honorable mention. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, and and again, all of those topics are industry dependent and company yes. dependent. And we are constantly, as I said earlier, having to remind people what works at your company may not work at it. Just because you can offer that flexibility doesn't mean everybody can. Yep. Just because you can't offer any flexibility doesn't mean other people can't. Yep. So it's it's really critical. In in those people are really good about saying this is my industry. This is the situation. And those are times where we might have to go in and tell people, hey, they seriously, they just said they were in manufacturing. You know, your accountants do not have the same experience. Please be quiet. This is not your threat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and another topic is FMLA and ADA.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah accommodations yeah. yeah you know one of the most interesting ones to me is when we get a shout out in a non non-hr industry conference uh-huh. or uh-huh. webinar somebody will say hey if you're interested in and then all of a sudden we'll start getting like car dealers you know uh-huh. people from car dealerships are showing up saying I'm I work at a car dealership and I need workplace advice right and we're not ask a manager you know, yeah. so, yeah. so like we we cater to HR or HR related adjacent people. And so, if you're a mem, if you're trying to, uh, you know, apply for membership, if you will, we're going to deny those, even though we appreciate the shout outs, I guess, but we're not going to allow you yeah. to, to kind of vent your your frustration over the way your industry works or whatever, so.
4: And and on the flip side of that, we have a lot of people who are like executive assistants and they're responsible for a lot of HR functions and like a weird, but they have no actual authority. So they get, I find they they tend to ask some very interesting questions Mm -hmm. because they're caught between a rock and a hard place. But
3: that's HR adjacent or policy adjacent. But yeah, that's fair enough
4: to call it HR adjacent. Yes, yes, because they're expected to sometimes help draft policies or or carry them out. Um, You know, without the appropriate training, that's not their fault. You know, their their managers help them take some classes or give them, you know, give them, give them some resources. Uh, I really feel with people in those situations. Right. There was one Which webinar I, that we, a lot of our members attended or a lot of
2: people attended. And within 45 minutes, we had over a hundred people ask for membership.
5: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I, I the bunch kind of a, point, couldn't answer our trick question. Right. That made me laugh. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> the the seven-day question. The seven-day
5: question. <laughs> <laughs> you mm-hmm. must be a member for seven days before commenting, how many days must you be a member? And a bunch of employment attorneys couldn't get it right. The attorney
1: is not reading the fine print. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have <laughs>
5: uh, and, and really,
0: to, to Sarah's earlier point, too, of you know, certain folks, it's not, they're in a job. Um, it's, it is what it is. It's not their fault that they are with an organization or have, have moved into a role where they have to learn, right? They 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 don't. One of the good things as well in the group, yes, it's the conversation. Yes, it's the learn from peer to peer, but the, just the sharing of other resources that goes on where somebody will say, oh, I need to learn about, Whatever you know, ADA. What you know, and and people will say, oh, here's a resource, here's a resource, here's a resource. Check this out. Read this article. Go here. I mean, just that is so valuable. I think to so many mm-hmm. people that it that it expands beyond the group. Certainly, mm-hmm. um, I want to wrap us up because we uh, this is going to be about one of our longest shows in the history of <laughs> years here now, probably. Um so let me um let me thank our our guests, um Marie and Sarah and Jovanina, um and Suzanne, of course, the original real evil HR lady, at least trademarked, I should say. Many
5: came before. um, (laughs) And many will come after.
0: (laughs) And many will come after. My co-host Michael uh from Drive Three Jar, who today was a guest. So thank you, everyone, for coming. And Suzanne, let's let you have the last word for the group and and tell our listeners um, where
5: they can connect
0: with real evil HR ladies. On Facebook, they know
5: that. But kind of the whole ecosystem, I guess. Well, the thing I want to say is how much I love these people. They, I I cannot express my gratitude. They don't get paid for this. Um, and I would love to pay them, but you know, nobody pays me for this even. HR and HR adjacent roles, so we yeah <laughs> weird, huh? Um, people don't value us, uh, but I, I love them so much, and they work so hard for what to be yelled at by crazy people. It's like, um, you know, when people say bad things about HR, my experience is that most of HR is truly trying to help. Yes, and. And we have bad days, just like everybody else, but truly trying to help. So I'm super grateful. And if you're in HR, you're welcome to join the Evil HR Lady Facebook group, or you can anybody can read my blog, which is evilhrlady.org, or follow me on Twitter. I can't join Threads because it's banned in
3: Europe. <laughs> no, it's not that great. I keep anyway. forgetting. I liked, it the, I liked it the first two weeks, but it's just kind of lame right now. It'll get better though.
5: Yeah. So. It's not going to get better till I can get on it, Michael. True. Obviously. True. It'll be
3: much better when that happens, Suzanne, for sure. So, all right. Well, that was awesome. Thanks, everyone. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the recording. So we'll post the show a little later this afternoon. And I'm sure I'll talk to you guys in the next 10 minutes or so. So Robin, yeah, thanks. Robert,
5: bye, now. everybody. Thank bye. you. Bye. Bye. bye